Welcome back to the Golf Guide Podcast, all of you beautiful little stooges. This episode is brought to you by GolfGuide.net, the best place to save 20 to 70% on greens fees at golf courses in California, Oregon, and Nevada. Visit GolfGuide.net, go to the store, make a purchase, and use the promo code GGPODCAST to save 10% on all purchases of $50 or more. That's GolfGuide.net. And now we're back with another episode of the Golf Guide Podcast. your ass we're recording oh god i figured it was better to just kind of start recording yeah. and then you wouldn't you know you don't even need to know because the best part about this is there's no difference good point if it's if we're recording it's literally a conversation yeah. that just happens to be recorded yeah but there's nobody else watching us nobody can see us i'm not i'm not filming this using Who's any kind of video av equipment <laughs> This guy's been out there for like 20 minutes watching us. For all of you that are just listening, we're looking out the window of our offices here in beautiful downtown Santa Rosa where several bums have been known to reside. Uh, I, I think he's There's being, nobody there. I think he's being facetious. However, it is highly likely there is some <laughs> sort of homeless community no more than about 60 yards away from the window of our office, which is... It adds a little bit of flair you know, to, the, to the proceedings, which, which I think is nice. Yeah, I think it's nice. Well, before we get going, let's have one more cheers. We are... You know, we always like to tell the viewers, or there's nobody viewing, the listeners. Yeah. And today we're enjoying a delicious Pliny the Elder double IPA from uh, Russian River. Russian River, which coincidentally is only about two blocks away from our offices. So we should record there. We're yeah, we're going savagely local <laughs> today. Something tells me that the volume at Russian River would make this little bit more difficult yeah i agree you think it'd be so? like you know marty outside of public house <laughs> you know it's a beautiful day out here and you know what it's all about the pitching guys you know we've been sitting out here the pitching is fantastic and we're feeling good giants fans how do you feel you know the thing about marty is he's the best for hearing people you know like when listeners call in if you took a stat of all the KMBR, he gives them the most leash like the longest leash of any and host he dunk. hears him out, and if he thinks that what they just said is jack shit, then he'd kind of just be real gentlemanly about it. Mm-hmm. Gary, Larry, they will cut somebody off. Gary Radnich is the worst. Yeah. Like, but, I mean, over the years, I've actually grown to love Radnich. When I was younger, like when I was a teenager and like going into college, Radnich kind of got on my nerves. But I've actually kind of started to really love Gary just because he does bring such like an alternative take to everything that I just think it's kind of interesting. Oh, no. He's good for his opinion. Yeah. He's just rude. Yeah. I mean, think about those guys. Okay. I have called in before. Yeah. Likewise. <laughs> <laughs> I've waited like 30 minutes. And for you, not with Larry, with, with Marty. Gary? Okay. With Marty. For oh, sure. not with Gary or Larry, but okay. with Marty or something. A, yeah. A good show. Sure. Say, you know, after a game, you call in and you're like, oh, Mad Bum didn't have his stuff there, you know, whatever. You can talk about it, but if you call regular hours, Gary might just cut you off and be just like, yeah, enough of that. Well, I know this morning I heard somebody, and that's the thing, I've called into KNBR enough times where I got a pretty good idea of how long you have to wait to get on. Mm -hmm. I have only waited like one minute before before I got on, and that's when I was living in Korea, and I you know, because I would always listen to KMBR, you know, through my computer. 
because it was like the one way that I could get San Francisco Bay Area sports news um, audibly like in non-podcast form. So mm-hmm. I would just tune in to like the, the iHeartRadio or the KMBR app and listen to it. And when Murph and Mac used to start at 5 a.m. and they'd get rocking and rolling, nobody's calling that show between <laughs> 5 and 6 o'clock. So when from Korea, it's like 9, 10 o'clock at night. I'm like, oh, I have a question for these guys. I would literally just bring up Skype on my phone. Mm-hmm. Through Skype, I would call KMBR, and I was on in like a minute. Oh, that's like, Kyle, what's going on? I'm like, yeah, guys, what's going on? They're like, oh, you know, I was like, hey, a cup of coffee? You know, just uh, dropping all the sound bites <laughs> stuff. and just like, all right, well, that's cool. And uh, yeah, th- th- those guys are good. They give you a decent amount of run too. But Marty, bringing this thing back full circle, he mm-hmm. does give his listeners the longest leash, and he loves to hear them out, which I think is part of the reason why everybody loves his show so much. Mm-hmm. Um, shameless plug. Now the season's do- now that the Giants baseball season is over, mm-hmm. um, I hope all of you who are listening to this podcast, who also listen to KNBR, got to hear the delightful golf guide ads that Marty Lurie has run on his show. We've been uh, a partner Ooh. with Marty for about three years now. Um, he's always really good. He always gives golf guide uh, play certificates away on Sundays during here the come, season. Here comes the plug, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, yes, <laughs> shameless. Let's take some calls. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing. I would love to find a way to take calls on the podcast, but seeing how nobody... Would, this is not live, people. Nobody ever knows <laughs> when we're recording. Like, here's the thing. A lot of the, the big podcasts will, like, live stream, so people have an idea when it's being recorded, and then mm-hmm. it obviously comes out on iTunes a little bit later. Right. I, you know, we just fucking record this thing, and then... Whenever I get around to editing it, that's when it gets posted, and that's when it's happening. For sure. So for us to take live phone calls, I think we'd have to announce something on like Twitter, <laughs> and then like whatever kind of crazy <laughs> assholes follow us on Twitter would call in. <laughs> the two followers, I'm calling. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which would be would be pretty great. But um, anyway, should we get to uh, brass tacks here? Yeah, we could we could bring this thing full circle. We're gonna, we're going to bring the ship back on course. So before. Um, we go into the main conversation that we wanted to have today, which is regarding Bandon, mm-hmm. one of the, you know, perhaps the greatest destination for golfers on the entire planet. I agree. Um, I do want to touch on last week's Safeway Open, um, just because we don't get that many PGA Tour events up in the North Bay in the wine country. Mm-hmm. I believe this is the only one. Um, I decided to not go after <laughs> Tiger pulled out because I was just so fucking bitter. But you, you let you, the listeners down because they were looking forward to you and Casey just being in the press room, instigating Tiger. But when Tiger unfortunately and predictably backed out <laughs> at the beginning of last week, who it, expected that? Yeah, we like we're just both kind of like, all right, fuck this, I'm not going. <laughs> you know, let's just you know talk about the elephant in the room here. All right, I know you and Kev, you know, address this. Last podcast was very good discussion. Eighty percent of the people listening to this probably didn't listen to the last podcast, so don't you know? Don't okay. feel bad about repeating okay. yourself. Say so go for it. Just to put it in context for all you listeners out there, mm-hmm. Tiger Woods committed to the Safeway Open, mm-hmm. maybe unofficially, which they tend to do because they got to get you know interest up, and obviously Johnny Miller's got a big stake in you know, this tournament and everything. So Johnny fucking Miller. What a sad sack of shit. (laughs) (laughs) The Uh. point is that they promoted Tiger. They put billboards out. They put all this stuff before he officially committed. Mm -hmm. Now keep that in mind. Everything that said Safeway open on it 
had a picture of Tiger fucking Woods exactly. on it. Exactly. Billboards, email blasts. I mean, at least here locally, the NCGA, as soon as Tiger committed, the Safeway Open just threw thousands. I'm, I'm assuming tens of thousands of dollars at the NCGA to send out in their mail blasts. Like, hey, Silverado, Tiger Woods is playing. Everybody come. Tickets are 30 bucks. And my, what I want to know is how many people bought tickets solely because of Tiger <laughs> only to get just fucking oh I, hey I, I don't know how much uh, we want to talk about this but i have a couple different things please okay we so, have no time limit we okay. can literally record as long as <laughs> we want what about the listeners they're gonna turn this off here's here's the best part about this if they don't want to listen fast forward hey if they don't want to listen they can turn it off they can put it on mute they can hit that little fast forward 15 second button however many times they need to that's a beautiful part about a podcast <laughs> you don't have to listen to anything you don't want to listen to which you know is good for everybody. We'll talk about abandoned okay. listeners uh, eventually. <laughs> right. We got, we, got, we got to touch on the Safeway Open first. Okay. So the point is that the guy officially, so after all the promotional stuff, I mean, Safeway killed it as far as like $30 tickets any day. Mm-hmm. But Tiger did officially commit, say, on the Friday before or the Saturday. Are you talking about where he... When he he came out and he said I you know am officially committed like I'm in the field I'm gonna play the pro am with Steph Curry and it was I'm probably gonna... like a month before the tournament like for about a month everybody thought that he was gonna be well the correct right. everybody thought he was gonna be there a month mm-hmm. but then he committed to being there Phil was pushing hard to get paired with Tiger Phil was definitely in Steph Curry was gonna play with him on the Wednesday pro am mm-hmm. so say officially Tiger says he's going to go on Friday. Then Monday comes. There we go. Yeah, nice and close to the mic. Perfect. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're good. Getting used to this. It's okay. So he withdraws because of vulnerable game or because whatever his excuse was. His vagina was a little too moist, and he was worried that coming out into the rain at Silverado, that's, it would just flood everybody at the okay. event. Yeah, That's I where you. I was getting to. Yes. The rain. Okay. Come on, man. Like, his comeback was intended to be this. It was going to come to Napa, play. I mean, not like the field is deep. It's, you know, a lot of good golfers there. Granted, I counted a lot of Web.com graduates and things playing this tournament. Mm -hmm. Phil was a big name. I mean, granted, I followed him. I mean, there were were big names there. You know, one of the Golf Guide podcast's go-to boys, Senor Na, was in the field. Every, everybody around here likes Kevin Na. Everybody <laughs> Not likes, me. Everybody likes Kevin Na because it's like, nah, Not he ain't going to win, but he's going to play some good golf. So it nah, nah, and dog. Na's in the field. <laughs> Justin Thomas is in the field. Phil Mickelson is in the field. True. I mean, there are at least a foursome of guys worth following for 18. Oh, I mean, yeah. No, I'm not discounting them. I'm just saying like for but, Tiger to be like, no, this isn't the week because of my vulnerable game. Like, what are you afraid of, man? I mean... I, that, that's you got to get on that horse sometime. That is the question that all of us continue to ask. And here's the crazy thing. Granted, Tiger Woods, is it safe to say that he's better at golf than you or I? <laughs> Way better. Okay. So this comes from the point of view of a guy who's never been competitively relevant, even in the worst of charity tournaments. Like, you know, so, I mean, take it all with a grain of salt. Um, you know, he knows his game better than anybody and Tiger is that kind of guy where if he can't win, 
he doesn't want to compete because he plays to win. I get that. I get it. However, especially with me, because I just uh, I just started you know doing some uh, some real estate stuff on the side, and the guy that I work with who's like mentoring me is like, yo, it doesn't matter how much you study or you read, you're never going to learn how to do anything until you just start doing it. You mm-hmm. get your hands wet and you actually start being involved in transactions. Golf, can it, is it is it unfair to say that playing on the tour is similar? Like, hey man, you're never going to know how good you are mm-hmm. or what you're doing out there until you just start fucking playing. Mm-hmm. You can practice all you want, but until you're out there, you know, trying to make the cut on a Friday or, you know, trying to climb up the leaderboard or stay atop the leaderboard on Sunday, you're going to have no fucking idea mm-hmm. whether you're ready to do it or not. So just do it. Yeah. I'm just, just quit, quit waiting. Just yeah. do it. I'm I'm coming from the point of view where you just don't bail. Like you just committed. They've sold who knows how many tickets. I mean, I don't know what the sales come down to, but all those people plan on Tiger Woods being there. He didn't show, so what? That's up to him. But still, like, he could have, despite the rain and the shitty weather, I mean, a lot of people were still going to go up there and follow this guy. Now, I would have followed him just to see if he did shit that I do on a course. Like yeah, for sure. shots and <laughs> chunk chips, you know? But if you saw that one brutal video of him in the middle of his yeah. recovery where he just, like, duffed five straight balls into that lake yeah. on that short part three, you're like... Maybe that isn't the guy that I wanted to see. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> but it's entertaining. Um, it's still Tiger Woods, though. Yeah. I'm a Phil fan, so I got my enjoyment out of sure. following him on Sunday. And just despite whatever score he could have shot, it wasn't going to be low enough to catch up. Because yeah. he did for Phil, play. For Phil? He played a great round. Uh, Phil? Correct. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. I mean, yeah, go ahead. he would have won had he paired with tiger the first two days because tiger brings out phil's best game Mm -hmm. but uh i was going to show you this um this is just from sunday so all right so i went i went to presented to me a t-sheet with with the uh the tea times listing of you know everybody scores through three rounds you know basically you know a a scoreboard through round three is is what i'm looking at right now see where he started on Sunday and mm-hmm. what he needed to shoot to catch up. Now the winning score was eighteen under. So Phil's Phil was five five down going into Sunday. His three round total was at two oh seven, and the leader at the time, or no, sorry, it was six. The leader at the time was Patton Kizir mm-hmm. at two oh one. So he was six six strokes behind, and, and Scott Piercy was one stroke behind that. And he lost to Brennan Steele by four strokes, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, Brennan Steele went. Fucking uh, birdie, birdie, birdie. When, yeah, Brandon Steele just went fucking ape shit. I think he shot 65, 64. Uh, yeah, something low. Was it par seventy one or seventy two? Seventy two. So he sure. he went. I mean, he went seven under on Sunday. Brandon Steele to win. That is very strong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but very, it was very gettable. Strong. I mean, it was wet, soft. There was a rain delay for a good hour and a half. In the middle there. On Sunday? Mm-hmm. Interesting. But uh, it was a good tournament to watch. I mean, I had fun. Went with my pops. Went with Mark. Our buddy Mark. Mm-hmm. So a, a, as a spectator, how was the spectator experience out there? Did Silverado do a good job of putting on the tournament? Yeah. So Silverado does great for the geographical location that they're in. So mm-hmm. even though it's probably all locals, people coming from Sonoma County, Napa Sonoma, County, Na- obviously. Mostly uh, 
I would expect fans to be coming from all over the Bay Area for this one. Uh, correct. And then so, maybe as far north and east as like a you know Sacramento. That, that that's kind of the geographical area I think this tournament's pulling from. Okay, so they definitely push the Napa Valley experience. So you're of course they do. <laughs> yeah, but I mean you, I've been to tournaments where all you can get is a Michelob Light or a Bud Light. Ah, uh, okay. I, I see where you're going here. I'm saying you go in their tent, and there are 20 different wineries that they're serving their wine for. Got it. Okay. Safeway Open. There is a great food selection there. Can you buy Safeway sandwiches? <laughs> Way better, are dude. You? Really? I had a lobster sandwich there. Yeah, but that's not a turkey on a Dutch crunch. Like, <laughs> I'm not interested. <laughs> I want a Safeway. Sa- if I'm at the Safeway okay, Open, I want a goddamn okay. Safeway well, sandwich. This wasn't for you then. <laughs> <laughs> you know, their uh, tea markers uh, were little shopping carts. Well, of course they were. <laughs> of course they were. You know, that's, that's my dad was like, let's steal one of those. <laughs> that actually would have been pretty dope. I mean, nobody was playing for a good hour and a half. We could have just gone up to tea boxes and. Snagged them. I would have snagged one and then just stayed on the same tee box <laughs> to watch what they would do when a guy tried to tee up. He's like, uh, there's no two uh, ball markers. <laughs> like, no, tough luck, man. Figure it out. Let's hope you don't go over the line. Because I'm going to call you if you do. Right. <laughs> anyway, final thoughts. Uh, good show. Um, great to go to as a spectator. Mm-hmm. Even with it being just sloshy and wet out there, it was still a good time. Uh, that course is a nice place i mean i i like silverado i mean they did a pretty good job uh redoing the courses when they did them a couple years back and they're both managed by troon right and troon's pretty notorious and has a great reputation for at least keeping all their courses in really really fantastic shape Mm -hmm. so i would imagine obviously it's a pga tour event so it's going to be in great shape anyway but even when it's not tournament time um, the people who play that course always say that the course conditions are really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's technically private. Like, you have to have a membership yeah. to play at Silverado, but if you're a guest at the resort, you can play either of the courses. Right. So it's one of those, you know, private slash resort mm-hmm. is the designation you'd probably give to it if you were trying to classify as a public, private. Yeah. Yes. Resort, private. <laughs> you know, if they're I not know, gonna, they're not going to judge you if you're a guest at a resort like a if you look line, nice. You know, it's... It, it's still, I think, a great place for people that want to go to Napa Valley. Sure. And be like, yeah, let's play around at a PGA Tour event course. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's a nice spot. I mean, I don't know what Court of Owls like, but they used to have this event there. And and that's when it was the Fries.com open. And Court of Owl, I here's the thing. I think Silverado is a better venue mm-hmm. for the event. Right. Um. But Cordoval is probably a better golf course. Sure. If that makes any sense. I mean, did you go to the U.S. Women's Open this year? Mm-mm. So the U.S. Women's Open this year was at Cordoval. But the problem is it's like a it's like a Mayakama-like resort where it's way up in like the foothills. That's f- what it, it looks like It's up on in the TV. foothills. Yeah, uh-huh. it's up in the foothills. There's really n- very little parking. Mm-hmm. So really everybody that was attending the... Um, U.S. Women's Open had to park in a cornfield about four <laughs> miles away. I shit you not. And they had just like 20 school buses just constantly making loops, picking people up, dropping them off, picking them up. Well, I mean, Sunday at Silverado was no better. I mean, we parked in like a giant puddle of mud. I mean, it was pretty far away. It was good, like two miles. I mean, we took a shuttle bus there, but we parked just the first 
parking spot there you know okay ten dollar parking they have a shuttle there but i mean it rained pretty good after that so i was lucky to get my car even out of that parking lot okay well final thoughts on the safeway open then is due to the pga tour rules tiger has to play in this tournament at some point if he wants to keep his pga tour well, what's what's He's the penalty to. for dropping out two days after you've committed you know shouldn't there be you mean like fine? a couple days before the tournament starts <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. Although, from I mean, he can afford it. From <laughs> what I'm gathering here is that you're a little bit upset because you feel like Tiger Woods was being a bitch. I'm not a fan. I mean, I'm just saying I'm looking at it big picture wise. So not only the fans, not only are you not a fan of Tiger Woods, is I'm that just hating on him. That's all I'm doing. So not only are you not a fan of Tiger Woods, you're questioning his manhood and you're calling him a bitch. <laughs> So Tiger, if you're listening to this, I just want to tell to take this t- you know opportunity to set the record straight. I love you, man. I think you're awesome. You know, it, it, Brad may think that you really suck and that you're awful. However, you're always welcome to come and hang out with me. I still love you, even if you bailed. I'll still hang out with Phil. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, but you're, I, That'd be a fun foursome, though. I mean, you you know you and Tiger against Phil and I. You know. I like my chances. <laughs> I like that a little bit. <laughs> right now, well, if he's not fit to play on tour, yeah, you might be right. Um, exactly. You were just talking about how your game needs some work. God, you know? my game is a fucking... Tiger's game needs some work. My game is a fucking tire fire. I'm not going to bore the shit out of this. I'm no one to like, talk. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Uh, be sure to tune into our next episode of the podcast, which will be all about Banadoon's Golf Resort. We cut this one a little bit short because it's kind of a two-parter, so me and Brad will be back for the next episode to discuss a little Banadoon's Golf. So we hope you enjoy, and take care, and thanks so much for listening.